For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome back to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast with me, your host, Jude Dawned. We are back this week and I am so sorry that I've been missing weeks because those of you who are avid listeners have been telling me how disheartened you've been when you haven't listened and it happened to me this week. So I have been listening to the Louis Theroux podcast which is fantastic if you haven't listened to it. It's his new one, it's not the one that he did in lockdown, it's a new one that's only on Spotify and it is so good. I can't tell you like some of his guests are amazing. The, the most recent one he did with Ben Elton, I wasn't really a huge fan of, but, but everyone else, oh my God, they're so powerful. And I really look forward to, to them dropping on a Tuesday. And this week, it didn't drop. So I really resonate with you guys who, are, who might be missing my podcast. So I don't know whether it's come to the end of the season and he was only doing, I don't know, I think he's done nine or whatever. But yeah, they're really, really good. Definitely, definitely worth a listen. What else have I been listening to that you might want to listen to? Ooh, there's a BBC one that um, is on, well, I think you can get it everywhere, but I listen to it on the Apple one. A BBC one called Uncanny. It's so good. It's all around people who've got ghost stories and they're really good. The way the presenter does it, the way this, it's not just like one example when somebody comes with a, with a story. It's like when they've had a series of things happening. So they're really, and they're not scary. Like I promise that I don't like scary things. I'm just so interested in that spiritual side of things. And, and I mean, there are things like poltergeists, I won't lie, but, um, just that other side of things and people who've experienced it. Cause I know people in my family have, and I've had, um, a client who's a, a, um, yeah, who is a medium and it just really, really interests us. Anyway, I will stop talking because today on the podcast, I have an amazing guest for you. Shanaz has been one of my clients since February and I think 
you might not resonate necessarily with her story, but you will definitely, definitely be inspired by it. Her journey as a, a, a business owner, but also from her mental health and limited beliefs has been amazing in the last six months. And it has been an absolute joy to work with her up until this point, And we've still got a few sessions left. Shanaz is CEO of um, an amazing skincare company called Lumi Glow. And, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the podcast. But for now, Shanaz, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. In terms of why you came to work with me, can you remember at the time, how did you feel? What was the frustrations? What was the main thing of going, I need to do this yeah. work? So well, last year, I remember I remember when I, I first heard you talking with Mart and I was just like, oh my gosh, I need some of that. <laughs> and I really, I knew I wanted to up-level my business. I knew the plan was to take it overseas. And at that point, when I first reached out to you, I hadn't done that yet. Um, and I knew I kind of felt like in a bit of chaos, in chaos in the way I run my business. Um, I still had limiting beliefs, massive fear around what success meant, um, around money issues, family issues. Um, and yeah, I just, cause I was basically just organized chaos. And when I chatted with you, I knew this is what I needed to do. Um, and when we actually came to doing it, by the time we started in February, then my dad had given me the investment to take Lumi Glow overseas and start that process. And yeah, I was just, I just was so overwhelmed, I think, by everything. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I really, as I said, I wanted to be the best version of myself and to be able to cope, to be able to come off my medication, which I'd been on at that point for just over a year and a half, you know, when I had yeah. my burnout. So yeah, that's that's what I wanted and and it's been amazing. Oh, so tell <laughs> tell us a little bit about obviously I know, but if you yeah. if you tell everyone listening, your journey up until that point. So a little bit about what shaped Shanaz. <laughs> so in terms of yeah. childhood, what that looked like, oh. um, you know, yeah. anything that you, you feel willing to share yeah. about your, what, your yeah, what I can share, yeah. So I came, I'm half Middle Eastern, half Iraqi, half Finnish. So I came from two very different backgrounds, um, very dysfunctional family. And I won't go into the full you know, details of obviously privacy for my family, but very dysfunctional. Um, I also, you know, I struggled, I think, a lot at school. And I look back at it now, you know, Middle Eastern girl, um, you know, you go to the, I suppose, the all white schools, you're very different uh, my parents were very different to everybody else's. Um, I can remember it being quite isolating, you know, getting excluded by girls and things like that. So I think there was stuff at home, um, which I had, you know, learned. And then, you know, growing up in school and being different, you know, and it was that feeling of wanting to belong. Um, and I went completely off the rails by the age of 25. Um, and ended up in rehab and that's something that I don't normally talk about but you know I'm happy for people to know that and um you know relationships very dysfunctional but I always you know I always had this business ethics so my father's extremely successful and I wanted to be that like you know I thought success meant having loads of money and I've come from a family that has money um and I know that I have huge issues around it I you know I I don't think 
I think I kind of sailed through life doing jobs that I hated. I felt very numb inside um, and dated guys that I just, you know, was wrong for me, extremely codependent. Um, and it was only until I married Rob, my lovely husband now, that I, you know, I realized on that side of things, you know, it was great. But I knew with myself, even going all the way through and, you know, happily married and two beautiful children, I really felt like something was dead inside of me and I, I wasn't doing anything that I really, truly loved. And it got to the point where I was doing makeup here in South Africa. I live here now. Um, and, you know, I felt really lost. I didn't know what I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, can I swear on here? Is that all right? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to do. Very lost, very, very much went into myself. Um, and it only when the kind of pandemic, you know, when that kind of hit, all that trauma I had been through, and you know, I stopped talking with my sister. I, you know, don't have a great relationship with my brother, which is sad. You know, there's all these things and um, all the relationships, all the trauma that I think that ever happened to me kind of all just blew up when the pandemic happened. Um, and I didn't realize I'm burnout. And I'd launched Lumi Glow because uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And someone was like, you should do the skin cave. Always wanted to do it. And I was like, okay, okay I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Not knowing what I was really doing. Um, but I was like, I'm going to do this anyway. Launched with one product um, and was in burnout, uh, not realizing. I'd luckily found amazing Ailish Lucas, who was my marketing consultant. I don't know how she handled working with me um, <laughs> because I was white knuckling the whole time. Um, and then got long COVID and, um, and then realized I was in adrenal fatigue and, um, and, you know, sought to go and get help. And it was then really that when I, when I got sick, when I launched Lumi Glow, I knew I needed to sort my life out because I knew it was an absolute yeah. chaos. Um, and working with Ayla, she really helped me see that just before I got sick. So literally the day before I, I found out that I was like, I got COVID, I, I listened to this amazing call and discovered, okay, my God, manifesting and vision boarding and everything. And and it was kind of from there that I realized there's this whole other world out there that I needed to make huge changes. Um, and it took a world crisis for me to change my life, but it has been the, the, but worst, the best and the worst thing that ever happened to me. Um, but it's changed my life completely. And, and mm. by the time I ended up with you, I've done a lot of work, but there were still those kind of last bits that I really, with that mindset, when you launch a business, any of you out there, the mindset is so important yeah. because the minute you doubt yourself, it's going to just kill all your dreams. So that's kind of where I ended up with you. <laughs> yeah. And I think what th there'll probably be, you know, a certain amount of people listening who will be surprised to hear that somebody from a, a family with money can end up with a bad money mindset. And, or, uh, and I guess, what was your, in fact, let's move away yeah. from money for a second and let's look at what was your opinion of yourself before Lumi Glow is what it is today. I had like, huge, what did you think huge of yourself? Self -doubt. I'm a very confident person. So on the outside, you know, I'm very outspoken. I'm the life of the party, the energy, the fun. And so everybody saw that side. I'm extremely sensitive. I take things, well, I did. I try not so much anymore. Take everything so personally. I get hurt really easily. 
Um, you know, I always just kind of wanted to fit in. And so I thought if I'm this way, always, you know, well, people, not even people pleasing, but being around people that are toxic and shouldn't be in my life, just I don't know why. Um, I never thought I'd be successful. I never thought it would happen for me. And I think because I was doing jobs I hated, of course, you're never going to. I love makeup, but makeup really made me feel insecure in that everyone would be poking and prodding and looking. You know, I, I love doing makeup, but then you have to do hair. And I wasn't very good at it. I mean, I was okay. Um, and so here, you couldn't really get the works. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not good enough. You know, um, it's never going to happen for me. There was huge self-comparison. I would be looking at other people on Instagram. Why they do, you know, why is their blogging so much better? Why are they getting the jobs and I'm not getting the jobs? So just massive, massive self-doubt. Um, and, you know, that is very different now that I've kind of learned how to cope and deal with those things and realize it wasn't actually me. It's just kind of learnt behavior. Um, also, when you come from money, um, you know, and people know it, it's kind of people, a lot of people use me to, you know, and always from when I was young, oh, we wish we had money. We wish your father could adopt us. Oh, you know, and I always kind of had that. So there was lots and lots of stuff that I kind of had, to, I had to unpack these last two and a bit years to really work out, you know, who I really am, that I am actually amazing, and that it's anyone's loss if they don't want me in their life. Mm. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> um, but to really just truly believe in myself, because I didn't at all, like other people did, taken me until this year, really, to actually, I've got this, you know. No, it was 2020 when I started, so I'm like, I've got this. It's like almost two years of that just I can't believe in myself, and that I am worthy, and I'm worthy of love and, and everything else that comes with it. And what, so going back to that, the, the, the money mindset piece then. So, so that was a little bit about your self-worth and how you felt about yourself. Where do you think the disconnection between Shanaz and money came from? So firstly, you had to be successful to, if you were successful, that means loads of money, right? So it was always like, oh, I, sh- oh, I should be living in this specific way. Um, I should be, you know, when I lived in London, I had the fancy car, I had the fancy clothes, but I was absolutely miserable. So it was like, I should be like this way, but I'm not. I think also because my father is so generous, he's been so generous always, um, that I think I took a lot of it for granted. But then there's also, if you take money, then there's certain expectations of you. So there was loads of stuff. And I realized when I started Money Work, even before I started with you, that I really actually hated money. It came with such negative connotations because you could either be used for it or if I have too much, people would think that I wasn't worthy of earning anymore because I've already got some stuff that my father had gifted me um, and that I was always very bad with money. I, and I do admit, I'm an, like you, I'm an impulsive shopper. I'm a lot better now. I stopped myself this morning from paying for another bloody course because there was a discount. Um, Thank, Thank God. God. You I was thinking, what, what, what would you do? And I was like, no. And so there were so many elements. I was always basically not bad with money, blowing my money. I blew a lot of my money. I wasted a lot of my money. Um, and um, and now when that... But your self-worth was yes, attached to yeah, money, wasn't it? That I have to have this nice car, this nice clothes, so much comparison with other, other people, and actually, you know, when I had all those things, I was absolutely miserable. What I want and my goal was to become financially free from what I have made, from the business that I've created and all the different elements, 
that's the self-worth, that's what I want, that's what I really wanted, was the financial freedom that I had created for myself, not because my father had given me. I didn't want to be known for that girl that always took from her dad. Um, (laughs) I would joke the song with Beyonce, I can't what it is, but the shoes I'm wearing, my dad, I would joke and say, my dad bought it, you know, because he bought everything for me, (laughs) and now it's like I bought my own car now, Uh, I'm going to get another one, you know, so slowly, slowly doing things for myself. But I just, yeah, I had so many issues around it, but it's getting, it's getting better. Amazing. In terms of, because there's, there's two sides to you. There was this, this person that, that I met back in February, who you said it was like organized chaos. It felt very chaotic. Everything felt felt very chaotic. Your thoughts were chaotic. The, how you managed things w- w- was chaotic. You got the job yes. done, but it was almost like a struggle, <laughs> wasn't it? And and now you're like wh- when we talk in sessions now, the difference is like I think I said to you, it's almost like talking to like Charlotte Tilbury. <laughs> like you're very matter of fact about certain yeah. things. Like Shinaz is not just launched overseas which was one one of your goals you've launched overseas and come September we'll be selling in some really cool places we're not allowed to see (laughs) where she's going to be selling but because um it's a privacy clause until until they launch it but there's some really cool in um, not independent, but really cool brands that will be selling your products on their website. And in store, and in store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My own site, well, I have my Lumi Glow, but it will be on the UK side, which hopefully everybody comes to. you can order direct from the website. So it's all very exciting and and hopefully get onto Amazon and all those things. Yeah, it is. It's exciting, yeah. Scary. But that, so, 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 so my point was, not even just have you, Launched in those places, which is huge, and some really cool brands, the ones we're not allowed to mention. <laughs> but but when you talk about it, you are so considered and so matter of fact, like like this was always yeah. you. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah. Like this was always, like you don't talk about it as in like, oh my God, like what happens if it doesn't happen? It's like, right, yeah. so I've done this and this is what we're working on and we're working on getting it all shipped yes. over and we're looking at whether it goes by um, uh, flight or whether it goes on shipping containers and we're working on this and da-da-da-da. And it's like you are literally the CEO of your business managing it. So, uh, like, managing it like it's a multi-billion dollar company already. And that difference is so in comparison to where you were in February with the lack of beliefs, with the scarcity of of, uh, the fear around money, not necessarily scarcity, but the fear around money and and would it be possible and and all of the kind of limiting beliefs that you had about yourself that you were really holding on to. And uh, am I right in saying, and and I can take this out if you're not comfortable, but was there a lot of anxiety around that time? Yeah, huge anxiety because... I mean, yeah. even with launching Lumi Glow, it's like, oh my God, I'm putting myself out there. How much is this fails? How much yeah. if it fails? You know, it's going to, you know. And then when you're telling everyone now I'm going overseas, um, you know, it could have been that nobody wanted me. Um, when we started with amazing agency Beauty Bulb, um, who were getting me in front of the retailers, it could have been a disaster and everyone could have gone, no. You know, I've had some no's. Um, sadly, with CBD, you can't, you know, some countries you can't sell in. 
Um, but that I had these two huge retailers, I think it was only then that, it, and it's taken me still ages for it to sink in that, oh my God, this is actually happening. Now the products are, they've left Cape Town and they are, you know, going to be hitting the UK soon. So, but it's a lot of work went into it. I think I re- when I realized how much work had to go into it and the way my mind was and, and with all the kind of fear, um, you know, I just didn't see, just at that time, I don't know, is it possible? But now it's, now it's happened. And, and I, without doing all the work with you and getting really organized and actually really just having to stop and take care of myself, um, you know, the sleeping better and all those kind of things, putting all the different elements and putting all the processes in place, I wouldn't have been able to do it. You know, and also being asking for help, you know, and that, that really helped me. Like I handed over the holiday rentals over to my husband and so that I could truly focus because you can't, you know, you can't have like a million things going on and like no one's helping you. So it was also learning to ask for help, which I was never very good at because I'm strong Shanaz and I like to control everything. Um, so I really had to just be very vulnerable uh, and, you know, and my husband's been amazing and I've got loads of people around me helping me. Um, and so that's been amazing to kind of put all that in place. So, yeah. I feel it better now. It is. It's totally amazing. And just you touched on the CBD yeah. side of it. So let's just explain a little bit about you. Like if you go onto the Lumi Glow um, Instagram yes. page, you'll yeah. see it is literally like it does what it says. Yeah. It is the glowiest of <laughs> chewiest of yeah. products. And, and Shanaz always looks stunning. Like, And that that's not a filter, by the way, because I see you're on yeah, Zoom. It's not a filter. So, so I'll be like, oh, my God, your skin looks amazing. I've been begging for the well, products. So you should actually be receiving them. If not today, then tomorrow. They should be arriving with you. Amazing. So by yeah. the time this comes out, yeah, I'll you'll be glowed using, up, yeah. using the yeah. products. We're, we're, we're recording this in advance because I'm going to be on holiday. We wanted to have this episode go out at the time when the products were available yeah. so that if you are like wanting to get your hands on these products then you'll be able to jump on the Lumiglo yes. website and and yeah. order which is yes. fantastic so so sorry so going back yeah. to the products explain what the products are how you started okay. it and, and what you've got in the collection right. so i was also a makeup artist for 13 years uh beauty blogger and I realized once I started training in makeup, how much I loved skin, how much when someone feels good about their skin, they feel confident. Even if you're feeling a bit shitty inside, when your skin is feeling good, I think, you you know, and when I've helped friends and stuff, you see a spring in their step, they feel good, they feel confident. And so um, I wanted to create skincare firstly, that truly worked because, you know, working as a makeup artist, I, you know, I knew that I wanted something that could really work for the everyday person and on a photo shoot as well. Um, I wanted products that were geared for sensitive skin because I have sensitive skin. I've had eczema most of my life, breakouts as a teen. Now I've got awful pigmentation. Um, and so I wanted somebody to be able to, so all skin types to be able to use it, but sensitive skin, you know, formulated for that, um, and CBD wasn't something originally that was on my mind, but a friend of mine um, had got an ovarian cancer and she used CBD and she didn't lose her hair. So my husband at that point was like obsessed with CBD, making watch all the documentaries. And a friend was like, I really think that you should go that route. 
Um, and so I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's just try. We'll do it. And I, at the time when I launched it, I hadn't done my um, research. So anybody who's thinking about launching a skincare brand, do your research first before you just throw yourself in. I did it all the wrong way around. Yeah, it's worked out so for you. It's, it's worked, worked out, out for you. It's still a great yeah. <laughs> But CBD still has a lot of stigma behind it. Um, I think it really comes from America. Um, the FDA non-approval. I think also the doctors, you know, because they want you to use their science-backed products. But CBD is an incredible ingredient. For those of you who don't know it, it is known for its anti-inflammatory ingredients. It's taken um, from the leaf extract. There is no THC in it, so you can't get high from it, even though I have been asked if you can from the sheet mask. I'm like, no. Um, you can use it from the age of six up. It's amazing for teenagers. So I, I launched a sheet mask first because I thought that would be the easiest sell. Um, and people love a sheet mask. And then once I launched it, we started testing it out. I realized it worked really well with microneedling and skin peels. So I sell to spas as well. Um, it works really well with like dermaplaning, you know, anywhere there's healing, but so afterwards yeah. to, to calm yeah, it down. Yeah. Oh, and even during. So we, we tested the sheet mask out. So you do your microneedling, you put your sheet mask on, and then they have these kind of sonic wave machines that you can use afterwards mm -hmm. that penetrates the product like, I don't know, seven times deeper. And the healing was like within an hour and a half, I didn't look like a burn victim anymore. Um, so <laughs> I would come home from my, when I originally did it, my, my kids were like, oh, my God. And then with this, we saw like, oh, wow, this is really actually quite amazing. Um, you know, we've also tested it out on a customer with really bad breakouts. And we combined two of the sheet masks over a period of a month. You could already see there was a huge difference. So it's got a lot of amazing healing benefits. But sadly, we can sell in the UK, which is amazing. But there's places like Ireland, you can't. Germany, you can't. So I'm going to keep my CBD range. So there's at the moment, there's four, four sheet masks. Um, I'm only yeah. bringing two of the eye masks to the UK because I want to reformulate um, the eye masks. So I want to relook it, rejig it around. An amazing face mist, the Dewy Glow and the Super Glow moisturizer. Um, and I'm about to launch, we'll be launching a, a cleansing balm in September. So I'm now going a non CBD route. There's a brand called Herbivore, which I saw, and they're like, right, well, if they can do it, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to have my CBD range and then my non CBD range and the sky's the limit. We're busy working on some serums and balms. And so hopefully just bring out loads more products. Two more will come out this year, another four next year. And just, yeah, sky's the limit, hopefully. And I will hopefully be I'm smiling because I love it when you talk like this. I love it when you're so yeah. excited about the business. And, I, and we're going to do yeah. this, we're going to do that. I love this is exactly what yeah, I meant. I love products yeah. so much. So for me, you know, I have Lauren, my amazing uh, sidekick she helps me with everything and I'll grow a team and what I really enjoy doing is creating the content you know being involved with all the influencers working on the products launching products fiddling with them playing with them testing with them that's what I find most exciting <laughs> not doing newsletters and all that kind of stuff so that's kind of all been handed out um, you know I, I don't I don't love admin I don't love anything to do with excel spreadsheets either I love the creator side and I love I just love ingredients um, and I love just yeah. testing them and I love doing the photo shoots and shooting the campaigns and all that stuff so hopefully loads of exciting stuff to come and yeah taking it global that's the that's the plan I hope <laughs> amazing amazing and and 
just to hear you talk like that and and, and be so excited about the yeah. product what what stopped you getting excited back in February do you think what what was the 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 self-sabotage and behaviors or, or mindset do you that, think, I, that, I, that would have stopped you being so yeah. like what you are now that I think I felt that I wasn't truly deserving of it I, I you know I realized when I, I did some EFT tapping it was I think it was this year or the end of last year and I realized like I don't you know love and honor accept myself um and so I think it was that I think it was that, oh my God, I'm an imposter because I don't, I haven't done, um, I'm not a chemist, uh, even yeah. though I know products and ingredients inside out, I've been playing with them for so long. Yeah. I thought, oh my God, that people are going to, you know, I'm an imposter, so I don't know what I'm talking about. And that homes of people just don't like the products, even though people here were telling me they love it because it was very slow. It's been slow in South Africa. Um, and my yeah. belief was that, oh my God, it's just, oh my God, the products aren't good enough and uh, people are just not going to want it in the UK. And, you know, and that, I think that was in the back of my mind. I was hoping, the dream was that people... But also yeah. you had to start somewhere yeah. as well, didn't you? You had to start somewhere and you only started off with one yeah. product <laughs> and it's only been in the last how many months until you launched the others? So it was the first year... Um, so I launched the first sheet mask February 2021. And then I launched um, another two formulations, but then I realized, okay, now I'm going to do sheet mask and eye mask. So I split it up. So then I launched technically another four products, but two formulations. While I was in COVID in my burnout, <laughs> um, yeah, it was crazy. And then last year, February, I launched another formulation. Um, so then by then it was four formulations, so four sheet masks, four eye masks. Then last September, I launched a face mist. And then this March, we launched um, the moisturizer. And now we've been launching all these beautiful glow boxes to really focusing on kind of those sets. And yeah, we're working on a, a exfoliating cleansing balm. So that will launch hopefully in September. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully launch a serum at the end of the year. So, yeah, I mean, it's thank God for my father, you know, giving me the investment and believing in me. Um, I also had the yeah. amazing Ailish help me. She's an incredible marketing consultant for those kind of indie brands. Um, but really that first year was, for me, like I had to, I started clean, like because the first year I was in, in complete state. I was unwell. I wasn't sleeping. I was on sleeping pills. Um, I was kind of running on empty fumes. So I really kind of think from last year when, when Lauren joined me last kind of February, we relaunched the website last April. I feel like I started from the beginning last April um, because that year before it was just like, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a clue. My marketing, my launch, everything was just all over the place. And it was kind of just winging it <laughs> completely. Um, and even though I'm in my third year, I kind of feel like I'm in my second year because I to kind of discount that first year. So, yeah. Yeah. So you went, and this is, uh, again, uh, will help people. So, so although we've done the work together mm -hmm. and, and you know yourself so much better and you know your triggers and you've got your coping mechanisms, you were on holiday a few weeks <laughs> ago and you messaged me on the Thursday to go oh my god <laughs> I'm having such a tough time I'm being triggered by this I'm being triggered by that well not see yeah. what the triggers were 
and and you were struggling a little bit on holiday and I said don't worry we'll cover it next session and by the time and it was only a week later the session that we were going to have after you came back from holiday and I think for you that was just that initial panic of like oh my god I'm being triggered again what was if I can't cope I'm guessing you can tell me yeah 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 by the time we came and I didn't do anything apart from say like we'll cover it in the session like you know I I don't think I gave you any advice at that point no no, it was just (laughs) kind of hearing you out and then saying let's cover the next session my my hope was that by the session it by the time the session had came around you'd gotten yourself out of that trigger moment because the, the, the whole purpose of, of what I do is to empower you to have the tools and to be able to implement them on your own yeah. rather than me holding yeah. your hand. And my God, were you in such a good place when we had our session last week? Like, it, it wasn't the Shanaz who was panicking a little bit on holiday. You were back to being calm, yeah. in control. Yeah. Like, you were sat at your desk and you just looked like, <laughs> you had your shit yeah. together again. Like, and it was just a moment, a tiny moment in time on that holiday that knocked you. But that realization and that reflection work to go, oh, actually I can pull it yeah. back. Yeah. It's so powerful. Yeah, isn't it, it is. And I think- With no medication. No medication, I'm not on it. No, no, so that's, so there's that. Um, so I, I, the first trigger was we, we were doing Hurt Healing Healed uh, with part of the Book Club Bitches group and there was a whole element of loss. So I've very much triggered by my family. As I said, I, I don't have a relationship with my sister. So there was that, you know, when you're kind of around your family, there was that I was going through my laptop and got stolen. <laughs> and mm-hmm. normally I'd have a complete freak out and, and thank God we have insurance. And you said to me that my laptop will come back to me. Well, it did. I've got a brand new one. So... It came back to me and I luckily had my mum's to use. Um, and, you know, yes, my family trigger me and there are moments where, um, you know, it can be tough. I had a cry. A good cry is, is always a goodie. I think I had a couple of good cries. Um, I think that was probably the only thing yeah, I said to you is like have yeah. a good cry. <laughs> and, and having a good cry, I meditated like crazy every morning, just yeah. my meditation. Really, over that three-week period of holiday, I think – kind of was a real saving grace for me and there were some mornings where I like yeah double tripled it up so I like listening to guided meditations I cannot sit there listening to some music you know that's just not me I need I need to be guided and I know they say that's not the right way to meditate but I don't care whatever works for me depends who you're talking to if you talk to uh, uh, Deepak Chopra he will say that you know anything is meditation as long as you're in that yeah. moment and guided meditation yeah. is absolutely yeah fine. so it's taking the breaths taking a moment being you know just doing my exercise just being more gentle with my body getting good rest I slept loads and I realized I cannot change my family I can only change the way I react to stuff I can openly say yeah. when I feel hurt or what have you um, I can just be there for my children and, you know, protect them and what have you. So whatever is going on, I just, you know, be, try and be there for them. And, yeah. you know, trying to open a bank account, that was very stressful. The English banking system is shit. Um, <laughs> you know, so there was all these little things that I was just getting myself in a panic and yeah. trying to open a warehouse and realizing, oh, my God, you know, I'm putting big faith into the people that are helping me. 
Uh, I'm not going with your generic, you know, your normal warehouse because they're so expensive. Mm -hmm. So it was those little things. But now I know, right, it's all in place. I'm going to trust and have faith. I think being more spiritual now, all the manifesting in the universe and all these amazing groups that I'm part of, I have such amazing networks, you know, that I can share at any time, whatever's going on. There's always someone there that can, you know, give me some guidance. So that's really helped me. So I think it's all those elements um so it's an overview of that it was around taking back control of everything that was going on wasn't it taking back control of what what you can control in the situations with with uh your parents taking back control of what is within your control to do within your business while you're on holiday with no laptop (laughs) but also getting back into it like you got straight back into it when you came back off holiday you were back into your routine your um uh, taking action on your business Mm. like it it wasn't like you like uh, um stalled in any way it was just like back off holiday now straight back into it and I think that massively helped you to, to find that groove again and that comfort yeah, I can't procrastinate procrastination was a huge part of my life I mean that was like if you said like what was it it was I was like queen of procrastinating and shit with my money yeah um and because it's obviously all fear-based and now it's like I know what I need to do I've got deadlines I've been accepted this is what we need to work towards I'm quite good like that I think when I know I'm accountable for something that's also a good thing for me yeah. Um, and this is my one shot. This is my one shot. This is what I want. This is what I've dreamt about. So my vision board, I've talked about it nonstop. I talk about it on my podcast all the time. I, um, you know, this is my shot and I've got to get it right. And I knew it was within me because I'm very much my father's daughter. Um, I just needed to get rid of all the shit so that I could do it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, I just take over the world even my to get out of your own way yeah get out of my own way to let go to believe the letting go is the biggest thing um you know and not to manically it's scary. Yeah, it's scary and not manically manifesting all the time oh my god you know and now it's just like enjoy the process um because that's what it's all yeah. about is enjoy the process it's not that end goal of how much money I'm going to make or whatever it's for me, it's, it's spreading my glow, getting it out there, helping as many people as I can as possible in all ways, in all aspects. Um, and, yeah, that will just make me really happy. That will be amazing that I could just, yeah, spread the glow and the love and, you know, healthy skin. And that's lovely because that's what, what you're doing yeah. there is, because when we try, and again, you know, I've done podcasts on this, talking about manic manifesting yes. and, when we're in that space it's because we feel like we need to have it need to have it need to have it need to have it and therefore we're not living in the outcome and you're truly living in the outcome and it's happening now for you you know like those this isn't a you know please can you sell my product this is somebody taking your product testing it will it work with our consumer is the packaging right is this right you know they literally scrutinized your product (laughs) before they agreed to 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 go actually we'll sell it and so so it wasn't necessarily um you know just a let's hope it was you know you you had to put a lot of hard work into this but you also had to live in the outcome and you truly live in the outcome now you've released all that kind of that it has to happen, it has to happen. It's like, actually, do you know what? Now I want this to happen. And how amazing would it be if this happened? And it's just, it's a gentler feeling. Yeah, I'm not not in that fear anymore. Um, 
and everything's kind of worked out even with having to reprint all the bloody packaging it was just oh yeah. <laughs> I felt like yeah because that could have totally set you back and you just figured out right how am I going to do it how much is it going to cost yes. us what does that look everything like? is figured so out just explain yeah. so <laughs> reprinting the, the packaging wasn't because there was anything wrong with the packaging in terms of how it yeah, looked. It was, it was just more the stipulations yeah. on uh, the rule, the writing and, and the ingredients or something. Yeah, the rules it? in the UK, like in South Africa, you could do anything. Um, <laughs> it's quite crazy. There's <laughs> whatever you whatever want. You want. Um, but in the UK and Europe and in anywhere in the world, there's, you know, strict regulations. And I luckily got this amazing lady, the cosmetic regulator. She, uh, did all the work for me but only near the end of it was like oh by the way you need to print all your packaging because it's non-uk compliant and you can't say so you can't say healing you can't say anti-inflammatory you can't say eczema um you have to have a uk address on there european so it was all these little things so that was that was a big test i feel like i've been tested quite a lot the last few months but how you've helped me i think the mindset is whatever gets thrown your way that you don't need to go into full-blown panic mode. You can stop, okay, work it out, talk it through, um, figure it out. And there's a solution. There's, a solution. there's always a solution. Yeah. Um, and like I said, like there's a delay in me getting my money. Um, my one friend said to me, well, ask your manufacturer, will they wait for payment? And they were like, yeah, we'll wait for the payment. It's fine. So it's asking and it's putting yourself out there and it's having – so I'm very lucky. I've got this – I've got an amazing manufacturer. I've got – you know, all these amazing people in my life. So I'm, I'm able to, it wasn't so much, it wasn't so stressful. I thought it was the end of the world for a moment, um, but it worked out, it worked out okay. So yeah. yeah. And, and, and you are literally living out one of your yes. goals, which is to, to, to launch it overseas, yeah. to launch it in the yeah. UK. And not only that, but you're now delivering other products as well, which is amazing. Yes. So to, to, to wrap it up, if if somebody was struggling with their beliefs in themselves and, you know, because there's not many people go, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll start a skincare brand. <laughs> like, there's not many people think to do yeah. that. So what, what advice would you give to somebody who has a dream of starting any business? So for anybody who has a dream, firstly, whatever the dream is, um do your research um I did it very much the wrong way around you know you really really want to be something that you're truly you know the industry yeah, whatever the industry would be truly passionate about it um because if you're not then you're not going to put the work in that's for a starter do the research um I was very lucky I had other income coming in so I could do follow my dream um I would say maybe start a side hustle first if you have the money then that's great um, but do the work. I think when you launch a business, it is like going into therapy and you have to work. You have to, there is no way you can't go in there yeah. all chaotic. And I knew that from the moment I started on one-to-one with Ailish, I was like, fuck, I've got so much work to do myself because, and I, and, and with all the manifesting all the wishing and the dreaming, I wasn't ready. I was in no way, shape or form. If it had gone, if I had, if I'd launched overseas at that point, it would have just gone to shit. Um, so if you were deciding and you have any kind of issues or limiting beliefs or anything, do the work first. Um, start it as a side hustle, get your research in, 
but really work on yourself. I think that is the most important thing because when you are you feeling your best self, um, then everything just kind of works itself out and there's no there's no way around it. <laughs> Invest in yourself, in a coach, in whatever in whatever form it is, do it. That's what I would say. <laughs> yeah, and it is, it's just it's knowing how the the, the recognition for yeah. you was that you were getting in your own yeah. way and you so desperately yeah. wanted this because Eilish is, was your business yes. person is yeah. that right she was so your advisory but in she's terms also very woo woo yeah but do. she's also very spiritual and woo oh, she's that. amazing so she then where it all kind of began and then she would bring amazing people onto her her calls um and that's yeah. how Victoria Jackson came on and I wasn't going to listen to the call and I was like oh I'm actually gonna listen to this and she started talking about manifesting and I was like what the fuck's that and then it's from there that my journey began and then I, the vision boards and self-development. self-development and the obsession with podcasts mm-hmm. <laughs> and then launching my own. <laughs> launching, you know, so all those things and this real self-development journey began through that. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just, it's yeah, you've got, to, you've got to do the work. Well, I feel very privileged <laughs> to have been on the journey with you. It has been a joy in the sessions to see you light up and not just light not only the 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 light up part and see you know how far you've come with your own mindset but to to be able to be on the journey and see these things happen for you like I love how we're doing this podcast at the time where one of your um uh, goals on your vision board is manifesting to be able to launch in the UK so so go and check Shanaz's um Instagram page out on there will be the link if you want to order the products um they're available now in the UK to get your hands on um hence why we've never done this podcast <laughs> sooner because you wouldn't have been able to get your hands and it would, be, it would have been like us telling you about something that you wouldn't be able to try but they do the the, the products them, themselves you know literally sell themselves like the the, the all the marketing and, and the glow that, that you get from those products is just, they look, I'm so excited to try mine. <laughs> um, and I'll be able um, to tell you a little bit more about them once I've tried them. But the, the results that you see on, on your marketing is is unreal. Like, because they use them on sheets yeah, and things like that, yeah. don't they? On models. Yeah, and yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. Really chewy. Yeah, your skin is going to look amazing. It's all about skin health, skin glow, skin confidence. Um, the products that really work and that are not, you know, crazy expensive. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. I remember when um, the, the, the Harrods opened round, round near mine, not long after we started working together, and I was taking pictures of the, I was doing a little video of where they had the sheet yeah. masks, and I was like, this is where you're going to be. It's going to happen. I'm coming like, for you, Harrods. Visualizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. I was very lucky to have experience with Harrods and I know what I need to do now. So yeah. I'm coming back for the Lux yeah. market next year. Watch the space. Yeah. It's going to be everywhere, hopefully. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Shanaz. It's been an absolute joy. Bye. Oh, I absolutely loved that conversation with Shanaz. Um, if you want to find out more, the links are in the show notes, but you can follow her on Instagram and you'll be able to see all the dates when things are getting released um, and where and when you can buy the products. Have an amazing week, everyone.
Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judontcoaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes. This break is brought to you by Adobe Photoshop. Here's a fun fact. Every day, millions of people around the world use Photoshop to create all kinds of cool stuff. Designs for t-shirts and posters, graphics to promote brands and businesses, images for social and websites. Anyone can do it. And to the guy who put a bulldog's head on a parakeet's body, you, sir, are a genius. Get started for free today. Click or tap the banner to head over to photoshop.com.